podcast that brings you one guest, one question, one answer. Business insights in minutes, not hours. With your host, the small business and franchise expert, Gary Okio Grosso. Good morning again, and welcome to another edition of Mastermind Minutes. My name is Gary Okigrosso. I'm the managing partner for Franchise Growth Solutions and the publisher of FranchiseMoneyMaker.com. For those of you new to Mastermind Minutes, it's a very simple concept. Um, We have one guest. We typically have one topic or one question, and we have one expert answer around that topic. We do this in minutes, not hours, so you don't need to uh, invest a lot of time getting some insights. And while we all always realize that, you know, that's a bit of a tease, as I say, um, you will have contact information for our guest, uh, which we'll give to you at the end of the program. So if anything uh, that the guest is talking about and you want to know more about or contact the company, uh, not only will uh, we mention it, but as you know, Uh, Underneath the podcast uh, platform, you will have links to websites and email addresses and things like that. And today, my guest is Peter Stern. He's the managing director of Mr. Jeff here in the U.S., Uh, And um, that uh, is a company that I I find incredibly interesting because for those of you who listen to the podcast and know me, you know, I'm typically involved in the restaurant business. So things that aren't restaurant oriented, (laughs) I always find intriguing. Um, Peter has uh, more than 20 years of experience in the multifaceted laundromat industry. Uh, His expertise includes store operations, finance, business development, and innovation. Now, prior to joining Mr. Jeff, he was the senior vice president of Laundry Capital, managing director of Clean Ventures, and was an owner-operator for many years of the Great American Laundromat, one of the highest grossing laundromats in the New York City metro area, where we are. Uh, He led product and business development uh, before that for a video auditing and AI company called Arrow site, uh, where he worked with companies such as McDonald's, utilizing video uh, to analyze key operational performance metrics, uh, providing immediate feedback to frontline and executive management, which I love because you can catch uh, employees doing things right or not so right, and you can uh, you can teach and guide and counsel. Before we get into the question. Um, why don't you maybe fill in the blanks because that's a quick bio and tell us a little bit more about what you're doing and Mr. Jeff in general, and then we'll get into the question. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I, I always say I didn't uh, grow up as a little boy dreaming of uh, getting into the laundromat industry. Uh, actually wanted to be a baseball player, uh, but uh, that didn't that didn't work out like most, most uh, young boys' dreams. Um, but I have finance background, so I worked uh, consulting for uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers in their financial advisory services, and uh, just uh, the way life goes, kind of um, through a gentleman that I interned with introduced me to the founder of Laundry Capital, and we met and had no idea um, why I was meeting him or what I was going to do in the laundromat industry, uh, knew very little bit about it, but, uh, it's, uh, you know, it set me on this path and it's 20 years and, uh, it's a really interesting and fascinating journey. Um, and I, I say to everyone, like, uh, after 20 years, it's really interesting that, um, this is the most excited I've ever been about the industry. Uh, so it's, uh, 
incredibly exciting time and I'm happy to share uh, my thoughts and experience with you about Mr. Jeff and, and the industry as a whole. Great, great. And I, and I, you know, we have our one question, but I do have some other things that I need to have unraveled in my mind about laundromats. Um, and it's interesting to me because uh, years ago, I worked with a gentleman who ran laundromats and dry cleaners. And um, I, I have to tell you, I mean, the guy was a multi, multi-millionaire when, when, by the way, when being a millionaire really meant something today, I guess you got to be a billionaire in order for it to really right. matter. Um, and he used to tell me a lot about the industry, you know, and just in terms of of where you situate these things and the difference between a laundromat and a dry cleaner, which I think most people know. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting to me because my impression and, and maybe it's the impression of a lot of people. So you'll have to push back on me here because I'm sure these things constantly change and they constantly evolve, which is, you know, part of what our question is about today. But, you know, laundromats to me are always situated in areas where maybe they're not, um, you know, single or multifamily houses where people might have washer dryers, so to speak. And today I actually see them in a lot in different, I do see them in those types of neighborhoods, which tells me that, you know, as an industry, you know, it's, it's evolving. Maybe people view it differently. Um, certainly, uh, I'm sure the industry has adapted to new technologies and innovations. Um, you know, what, and, and Mr. Jeff is a franchise. So, so I think that's important to add here. What, what do leaders of the industry, people like yourself need to do in terms of, uh, evolving the technologies and the innovations that would attract entrepreneurs to uh, to the laundromat business. Because as you said in the beginning, you didn't grow up thinking you wanted to do this. And I don't know that people think of it as a glamorous type business or even yeah. something that they even think about. It's like just one of those things that it kind of exists and people don't think about it. So, so how do you as a leader really attract people to, to this space? Because I know firsthand it's it's lucrative. Yeah, so I, I think that your your story resonates uh, with me because just about everybody I come in contact with, whether it's a cocktail party or a wedding, or and you say, what do you do? And you're in the laundromat industry. Everyone has an uncle or a friend or a cousin or or somebody they knew that was in the business, and they heard you know all these. Uh, great things about the, you know, the, the profitability and the returns of the, the business. And it, it was always alluring from that standpoint, yet uh, very difficult business for people to actually uh, get into and invest in historically. Why, uh, why, why is that? Why is that? It seems like you get a storefront, you put a couple of washing machines in and you're ready to go. Yeah, so uh, like, you know, and a lot of the people that were interested were professional types with, you know, they built up a nest egg um, and looking to deploy some capital. It's a extremely, traditionally, it was a extremely capital intensive business mm -hmm. and um, very hard to scale. Uh, so, and, and that largely attributed to the lack of technology and innovation. So most, most, uh, most industries where you, you, you look at the restaurant industry or you, you go back, you know, and uh, look at all the industries that have, you know, uh, in the retail world that have virtually rolled up and consolidated on a national level, they all have a similarity of they have economies of scale. 
So technology came in and you could build more and more units, a, a brand, and um, you know, there was a benefit to having a larger scale chain operation, systems and controls. And uh, that didn't exist in, in the industry. Um, and I, as a result, I, I've always said, our industry experienced the economies of scale. So very difficult. As a matter of fact, my former company is one of the few large chains in the industry. And you know, when you layer in overhead and GNA, um, we always found that the the business did better in the hands of the owner operator. So you know, that kind of brings me to where I am today with Jeff. I've always believed in in that premise. It's an owner operator business. And I love the idea of this being a franchise business because now you can leverage a technology company like Jeff and all the great things that they can deliver in terms of a platform to franchisees. But then you have the hands-on TLC of a franchisee that's operating the business and taking care of the customer because clothes are personal. Um, you know, if, uh, if you, uh, take your wife's favorite pair of jeans and shrink them. Um, there's no monetary value that's gonna replace that. Uh, a lot of people focus on the average ticket in retail. So let's say the average ticket in, in this business is $40, um, $50. I always say that, that that's not where it stops because if you're, if you're delivering a bag of you know, 50 pounds of clothes, What's the value in that clothes? I mean, depending on what type of clothes you wear, it could be upwards of $1,000 and it's very sentimental to people. So putting it in the hands of people that they trust and care and quality is important. But I think that it's time with the, the, the change, you know, the rapid rate of change in society that the laundromat industry uh, catches up with the rest of the world. So I think you combine the best of both worlds between technology and the owner operator, and you have a good system for growth. Okay. So, and that's very interesting how you describe it. So I said earlier on, uh, I need you to help me kind of untangle my point of view here. So we're not, and maybe we are, so we're not necessarily talking about kind of the self-service coin operated you go in there you get your soap and you do it yourself you're talking about more of a customer oriented service type of laundromat where i'm dropping my clothing off you're handling it for me and and i'm coming back to pick it up tell me what is the yeah. format there yeah so um i'll break this down a little bit um it's interesting. When I first entered the business, uh, the business I was in was almost exclusively self-service. So laundromats existed. Um, the over-the-counter wash and fold type services uh, were were very limited back then. What I've seen over the years, or you know, and and it uh, has accelerated the last five years, and then the pandemic pretty much put it on steroids. Is this massive shift? towards wash and fold services. So the, the younger generation, I think, um, has a different, um, different value set, you know, where I think uh, the older generation, you know, it was more about getting that big house and two cars and a big yard. And um, 
I, I think that the younger generation is setting up their lives very different. Um, they, they're, um, and the, what they value is very different. And I think what they value is time and convenience. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so what you're seeing is the shift. What I've seen in the self-service business is an aging customer base. And, you know, what I saw, uh, one of the reasons why I made the switch over to Mr. Jeff is, uh, you know, I think that the self-service industry is being fooled by their own success. So you're not seeing a rapid or any decline in sales in that business. But what I've noticed is that over the past 20 years, the average age of the customer is just increasing. So I, I think yep. that the, the writings on the wall for a massive disruption in this industry. And I think it is towards the service. You're seeing a huge explosion in growth of wash and fold services. And I, I think that it goes beyond even uh, the existing market today. I think that similar to what Uber did for transportation, um, they grew that market. So people that weren't typically using cabs now are more accustomed to using an Uber. Yeah. I think the same will happen in laundry. I think that even in suburban America, I know, you know, as a father of two young boys, very active, my weekends were typically much busier than my work week. Um, so finding time to do laundry is, is uh, you know, literally a chore. And I think if there's a reliable quality solution that people can trust, I think that there's a huge demand for it. Mm -hmm. um, so I, 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 you know, I, I draw the analogy. Um, I know that um, you lived out in the, in the suburbs of New York. I grew up out there. And when I grew up in the eighties, most people cut their own lawn and did their own landscaping. Um, it wasn't unusual to, to see that. Now you, you don't see, you see virtually nobody doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that same trend is going to occur in the laundromat. And, and, and I, you know, there's two or three points there I want to highlight because I, I, I think you're spot on on all of them. First of all, yeah, you're right. I don't cut my own lawn anymore. Um, and I don't see people doing that. And, uh, and in, in where I live is younger people are moving in. And when I say younger, you know, the Gen Z's and the millennials are not all that young anymore. They're in their mid thirties, right. 40. Um, that those generations, and, and I can tell you, I've learned a lot from, I have, I have a millennial daughter and I've learned a lot that you can really get a better uh, sense of life if you focus on experiences rather than things. But to focus on experiences, you have to have time. And in, in things like laundry, I mean, if you look at young folks who are willing to pay, I don't know, $10 to the DoorDash guy to have a cheeseburger delivered, that's not about saving the 10 bucks. That's about time. I don't want to cook. I want to, I want that time to be used for something else. And maybe things like cutting lawns and doing laundry all kind of fall into that same bucket. So as a, as a country, as a, as a, as a, as a people, so to speak, there's been this huge shift in mindset as to what's really important uh, in people's lives. And I really think it's time and experience these days with younger folks. So there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that a service type business like yours has nothing but upside. That's um, just the way it is. Um, it also further kind of straightens out my notion of, of something I said earlier, where to me, and again, it's just me, uh, you know, my 
envision of this was not what you described Mr. Jeff is, and we're going to ask you about some points of differentiation in just a minute, but my envision of this was the coin-op self-service, which I kind of put into the, you know, that goes into apartments, and maybe, maybe it even goes into, I dare say, lower economic type areas where people don't have the space or the homes or what have you, but what you're talking about really speaks to, I don't want to say affluent, but it certainly speaks to middle class, upper middle class, more disposable income. Because if I don't have the money to pay someone to do my laundry, then I'm forced to either do it on my own at home or do it at a coin op. So again, my mentality is now really being shifted here that you're talking about a mainstream service that handles kind of, let's call it middle class America, skewing a little younger, where people want time so they can have their own experiences and they don't want to quote waste time doing laundry am i kind of describing that yeah you're 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 definitely hitting on the sweet spots of where jeff is targeting but i'll find i'll tell you something that has been fascinating to me that that you know um the the company I work for, Laundry Capital, which owns Clean Right Centers and Laundromats, um, and is a more traditional self-service laundromat company in the um, lower socioeconomic uh, income levels that that you would typically expect laundromats to exist. And I, we've even seen there the growth of wash and fold in those neighborhoods mm-hmm. has been exponential. Um, mm-hmm. So, and we actually launched uh, pilot stores with Miss Jeff inside those clean right stores in Jamaica, Queens, and Canarsie, Brooklyn. And it's amazing the, the traction. I, you know, I think uh, in the first uh, three or four weeks that uh, we were opened our first store in Jamaica, Queens, we had over 3,000 app downloads. Yeah, well, I, I, think that, I think that underscores the importance of um, you know, people wanting more time to, to, to be with their families and what have you, that, um, you know, affordability, assuming it's affordable. And I assume it is like affordability. uh, um, I don't want to say becomes second tier, but, but it does to a certain extent where, Hey, I'm willing to pay this money because I, you know, I want to, I want to spend Saturday afternoon with my kid at the soccer field. I don't want to miss that. I think, you know, you touched upon it earlier. We've, flip this world upside down. So, or not we, you know, your, your daughter's generation has, and just our value system is much different, especially like you take the gig economy now mm-hmm. and somebody can go out there rather than, 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 you know, schlepping to the laundromat, spending three hours doing laundry, they could be earning. And, you know, like, so it's, it's time with family and friends, it's time earning. So they're dissecting their, their days much differently. And I, you know, I, I think I find myself in the same position as you is I'm learning a lot from it because I I think time is the most valuable commodity we have on this earth. Yeah. So I I agree. I agree. And I I do want to ask you about points of differentiation. But first of all, I just want to point out for for those listening who are not in the New York area, 
schlepping is a New York term of Yiddish origin, meaning kind of like you take your clothes to the to the laundromat. Okay, I just I just want to point that out. <laughs> um, uh, let me let me ask you, uh, Mr. Jeff, as a franchise, um, what are if I called you and I said, hey, I'm interested in this, you know, what are you, what are you going to tell me with respect to points of differentiation, you know? Why, why Mr. Jeff? Why now? Why me? You know, just give me a little bit of, of, of the, I guess, the benefits, if not the features, but certainly the benefits of owning a Mr. Jeff. Yeah, so I, I think we're, we're taking all the uh, big trends in the laundromat industry um, and taking away the, the capital intensive nature that used to exist. So we're democratizing entrepreneurship where mm. you can get into this industry at a much lower uh, price point because, uh, you know, a, a typical self-service laundromat, like 5,000 square feet, is ranging between a million two to a million wow. five. To build. Wow. So we're taking more of the sweet spot of the service where the growth is, and you can start out with just a few machines. It's a, you know, you can do as small as a 500 square foot location. You're building a counter. And then we're, uh, uh, taking an existing business that is already very strong and very good to begin with in terms of, of laundry, like, as you mentioned, you know, a lot of people in it, they've been successful, but it hasn't had uh, these elements of technology that can really boost it and capitalize on the trends. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we have a driver's app, which is uh, does all logistics for pickup and delivery, a business man management platform of Jet Suite. We have a marketing platform with a chat bot that can help you work through all your digital marketing campaigns. And then we have a Jeff Academy that, that will literally teach you everything about laundry and business and uh, access online anytime you need. So these are all the elements of the, the platform that you need to be successful. Then, then data. Uh, I mean, we have uh, sold 2000 franchises across uh, 30 countries so far. Um, and accumulating data every day of uh, laundry customer behavior and frequencies and, you know, how they effective marketing campaigns. And then as a franchisee, you get the benefit of all this aggregated data fed back to you to, to help you make, make uh, yeah. be more yeah. successful. And then the last component is brand. Where, where brand really didn't matter in the self-service industry because it was a business of convenience and location and the customers came in and did the work themselves, brand really matters in the service end of this business. Like I mentioned before, you're dropping off really valuable, personal, intimate things to you. You need to know that they're being taken care of and being represented by a good quality brand. So, uh, you know, Jeff is... Uh, is is going to do that in the United States, and um, I think I think just change the way people think about laundry. Yeah, and I and that makes perfectly good sense to me. Um, I will say that um, it's it's interesting because it gets back to the initial question regarding technology, and and as your market moves to a a, 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 a younger demo you know, having things like apps and 
setting this stuff up online and using your device, your phone makes make absolutely perfectly good sense to me. So just, uh, you know, is there any one last thing you'd like to leave us with? And then we'll get your contact information. Yeah, I, I, I just I just think that um, I guess the one last thing I'd like to leave you with is that um, there's always been, you know, it's coming into the business uh, 20 years ago, um, we'd go to trade shows or real estate shows and uh, we were like pariah. There, there was a lot of stigmas about the laundry industry in general and nobody wanted to talk to us. I, I, I think that people should give this industry a fresh look and a new chance. There's uh, a lot of change that has occurred and is occurring as a rapid rate. And I think the laundry business you think of 20 years ago um, is largely different. And I think Jeff is exponentially different from that and, and, and looking to take this to new heights. So very cool. Mind about the industry. Very, 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 very cool. Um, we are talking with Peter Stern, the managing director of Mr. Jeff here in the U.S. And Peter, if people want to reach you or reach out to Mr. Jeff and learn more about the franchise or if they have a question, how and what's the best way to reach you? Yeah, I, you can reach me via email at peter.stern at mrjeffapp.com. Um, you, can, you can visit the website. Uh, there's all sorts of information on the company, franchise opportunities, or if you're looking for services coming to your area, um, you can get notifications of, of when that, that's coming as well. Great, great. And, and as I mentioned earlier, we will post uh, your contact information on the platform. Um, as I mentioned, we've been talking with Peter Stern, the managing director of Mr. Jeff. You've been listening to Mastermind Minutes here on Social Geek Radio, and I guarantee this is the only podcast where someone will actually give you the definition and explain what schlep means. So hopefully we'll see you again soon. Jeff, be well, and thank you for your time today. 